All right, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Fellowship of the Word with Pastor Robert R. Cooper. Today's service is brought to you by Single Mother's Guide to Raising Black Boys. Also from Crack to Christ, Part 1. All books written by me, Franklin Donnie D. Lewis. Available at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and Xlibris.com. Pick up a copy. Help support the show. Pastor Cooper will be here at... 11 a.m. here on the West Coast, two on the east and one in the middle. How's everybody doing? Our phone number is 646-595-3338, if you need to call in for prayer, if you need some encouragement in your life, be sure to give us a call. And push the one, the love button to let us know that that is your intention. Or just listen in and enjoy. These podcasts can be found on iTunes, Apple. They can be found on iHeart, Spotify, anywhere that you get your podcast. Be sure <laughs> to check us out. All right. Let's get into some more music right now. And uh, let's get into You Gave Me Hope, Wes Morgan. Couldn't get no rest And couldn't see no wind inside I needed God to pull me through Someone to show me what to do Tired of being blue Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Circumstances Filled my life with such regret and every time I turned around, trying to get my feet back on the ground, many tears I had to cry, sometimes it felt like I could die, yeah. somebody tell me why, Lord, you gave me hope. Life will never be the same. 
brand new day in our lives. Yes, indeed. How's everybody out there doing this morning on a beautiful Sunday morning? Uh, welcome to being alive today. You are on this side of the dirt. You're on this side with the flowers and the trees. Yes, indeed. A lot of people can't say that. So you think by only by God's grace are we here today. Only by God's grace. I know I'm only here by God's grace. From crack to Christ, I know I've been through some changes in my life, as we all have. And uh, it's only through God's grace that we're here. And and I do believe that he has a job for each and one of us to still do. I know that maybe what I'm doing right now is one of the jobs he had for me to do. He was saving for me, saving me to do, just to help spread his word with uh, Pastor Cooper. And uh, we had Apostle Mich- Michelle Moody on last night, and she was on uh, Donnie D's Words of Inspiration, which can be found on Spotify, iHeart, and anywhere else. It was very deep. You should get a chance to listen and find it out. Pastor Cooper should be coming on any moment. It's my pleasure. Let's go, Wes Morgan, one more time. time, ladies and gentlemen. It's my pleasure to bring to the microphones to you right now, Pastor Robert R. Cooper. Pastor Cooper, how are you doing this morning? Hey, I'm blessed. God bless you all. All right, all right. As I'm sitting here, Pastor Cooper, with my younger brother, Norman, he told me to tell you good morning. Oh, yeah. He don't know me, does he? You know my brother, Norman. He knows you. I'm being sarcastic, but good okay, morning to you. Right okay. Good morning yeah, to you. Why don't you just put him on the microphone real quick? Come here, Norman. Come here for a minute. He wants to say hello to you. Come here. Talk right in there. Good morning. Good morning. Get closer. Hey, hey, good morning. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Been a, I, I, been a whole lot of years. You're not the little guy I used to know, but I'm trying to imagine you, and I just pray that God is blessing your life, man. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's been a long time. How you been? Wonderful, sir. Wonderful. Good to that have has, you on today. That's good. Yeah. yeah. And thank you, uh, right. Brother Lewis, for uh, putting him on the microphone for us. Okay. Amen. All right. Well, you take care and, and God bless you. Okay. Stand by because I'm sure God has something for you. Don't go too okay. far away. All right. All right. Amen. All right. You know, Pastor, speaking of back in the day, I went to an old school picnic in Pomona yesterday and I ran across Dewey Woods, his brother Frankie Woods, uh, Sheesh, uh, uh, Maurice Merchant, Gary Merchant. Oh God, people from oh, the old days. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was good to see all those people. You must have had, a good, I, must have had a good time there. Yeah, well, I was just speaking by the grace of God. We're still here, 
you know, some of us are still here from those days, you know. And uh, you know what I like to do. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're of course we're in the middle of our, our our presentation, but I like to talk to you a little more about that uh, when we com- when we complete the we complete the call and the message. I'll give you a personal phone call. I'm sure you have a lot to say. Okay, well, I'm gonna leave it up to you. I'll be running back and forth, Pastor. So, uh, okay. but I'll be I'll be close by. Well, I like to you know I, before before you take off, I, I I just like to say one thing. And, and I want the people of God to know this, that what God is saying to us and what God is doing for us and giving us, it, 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 it comes with a price. Amen. I, I know it may seem like it's automatic and instantaneous, and at times it seems as though it's something we can take for granted, but there's always a price. And I've been paying the price all weekend long off and on in my personal life, which leads me to believe that God has something incredible that he wants me to say and do. So I just would like to advise those who are listening to stay in place if you can, because God has something for you. Amen. 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 And I I heard the song you were playing. It's a beautiful song. It's one of my favorites. Uh, You were playing, It's My Pleasure. So it's my pleasure, amen, to bring you the word of God today. And we thank God for each and every one of you. And I know your needs are many. And if your needs weren't many, the devil wouldn't be so mad about God's remedy. The devil's highly upset. God is greater than the devil. And he's going to meet someone at the point of their need right now, today. And so expect it, amen, because... God is saying you've been going through for too long, and it's over. No more of that. No more of that. No more of that. Heavenly Father, we thank you for giving us another opportunity to come before you and to come before your presence with songs and with praise and with thanksgiving, with prayer and with testimony, and however else the Spirit of God leads us today. We believe by faith that we are your people, and we are called by your name. So we are here today to represent you in the power of your being. We thank you, O God, for all that you've done. We thank you for the secret place of the Most High, under the shadow of the Almighty. And that's where you expect us to dwell, and that's where we are dwelling from now on. And we're putting all the things, amen, that have tried to plague us behind. We need you today, Lord, like we've never needed you before. And we ask your blessings upon these callers and these listeners right now. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 Praise God. And when I say praise God, you know, that's not just a figure of speech. I mean, truly give God praise. Amen. If you're wide awake and if you're with us today and if God saw fit, amen, to bring you into his presence, you need to give God some praise right now. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 You know, we, we might as well give him praise because we ask him for things and he doesn't mind us asking. He said all we have to do is ask. Yes. 
He said, in all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. So God is saying, I'm giving you access to everything I have. So we know already that we have everything because he said it in his word. And how many know God is not a man that he should lie? So we can't forget that. Because that's what the enemy wants God's people to do is forget the word. Amen. He tries to throw distractions at you. He tries to put conditions and situations and issues and circumstances before you so you can forget the word of God. But God said, have, he's not a man that he should lie. He said, have I said it, and shall I not do it? And have I spoken, and shall I not make it good? So everything God has said, he's going to do it. Amen. And we have a book full. If you have the Bible in your hand, you have a book full of things that God has said. And every word that God has said, God is able to do. He said, and have I spoken? And shall I not make it good? Read Numbers twenty three nineteen when you get a chance. And study and get that down in your spirit so you can know that God is not a man, that he should lie. Men lie. God doesn't lie. Amen. What, 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 what man says may come to pass. What God says always comes to pass. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What God says always comes to pass. So we have reason to praise God because he said so many things, and everything he says, if we apply it by faith, will always come to pass in our lives. Amen. Amen? So amen. these are the kinds of things, amen, that God wants us to know, God wants us to specialize in. But we can only specialize in them if we believe them. And we can only amen. believe them if we have faith. So the adversary is always trying to challenge our faith. He wants to do things, amen, to make faith an impossibility. Because you can't exercise, you can't enjoy faith when you're operating in fear. And that's what the enemy is always trying to do, keep God's people in fear of this, that, or the other. I found out, amen, that we have a responsibility to ourselves to not be overcome by fear. We have to allow fear, amen, to take a back seat so faith, amen, can be what we reign and what we dwell in. And we have to do it right now because without faith, it's impossible to please God. And when we make up in our mind, amen, that all we want to do is please God, then that means all we're going to do is walk by faith and not by sight. Amen? Amen. Amen. I don't know how many people are getting joy out of this, but it's giving me joy because I found out that the joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen? Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10. And, and, And when you read these words, know that God is speaking to us because he wants us to have joy because he wants us to have strength. And I don't know about you, but have you ever been in a situation where you were so uh, 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 so depressed, so distressed, that it actually began to work on your joy? There's no way in the world you can have joy and distress at the same time. So amen. God says, amen, I'm going to give you the joy of the Lord, praise God. And you're going to put distress in the back seat. Joy is going to take the wheel. Amen. And we're going to begin to function, amen, in joy. Because the joy of the Lord is our strength, and we need our strength today. 
We need our strength every day. Something else. The adversary wants you to just think that the word of God is just for Sundays. I mean to tell you nothing could be farther from the truth. And I sure hope you're hearing me clearly. Nothing could be farther from the truth. The word of God is for much more than just Sunday. It's for every day of our lives. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. We may receive it on Sunday, but it's supposed to be fuel for every day of our lives. We have to live this word, and we're going to talk about that today. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Go with me, if you will, real quickly to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. You know, we have to make up in our minds that I'm going to be what the Word of God says I am. It's a decision. But when you study the Word, you find that God has specified in His Word certain things that we are, and He wants us to begin walking in those positions and walking in those things so we can have, amen, so we can understand what it means to have newness of life. You can't have newness of life doing the same old, same old. You can only have newness of life when you agree to change. And the change that we're going to make is, as people of God, we're going to be all that God says that we are. He's not a man that he should lie, so it must be the truth. If it's found in the Word, if it's found in the Scriptures, then it must be the truth. Amen and hallelujah. Romans chapter 8, Romans chapter 8, and you know, usually we we go into a a, a testimony or prayer request, and there's going to be time for that, but I want to rush to the Word because I know the challenges that I have been facing personally to keep from bringing the Word to you today, and I'm going to override those things by just going directly to the Word of God. Romans chapter 8, verse 14. Amen. I'm going to begin at verse 14, but Romans chapter 8, the whole chapter, amen, is informative. But we're going to begin at verse 14 because it talks about our identity. Ah, God. How many know, amen, you have to know your identity? Yes. Because if you don't know who you are, then you won't know what you are. And if you don't know what you are, then you certainly won't know how to perform. Not properly. Amen. So the Bible says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Are you spirit-led? If if you're spirit-led, he's talking about you. If you let the Spirit of God lead you, if you're Spirit-led, just like you said, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, that means Spirit-led, then my Bible says then you are, we are, the sons of God. That's amazing. That's amazing because God is so awesome, amen, folk don't realize God got some children. God's got a whole race of children out there, 
And I'm not talking about I'm not talking about the kind of race like we talk about black, white, brown, red, or whatever the case may be. God has a whole race of children out there, and their name is the church. And we are God's children if we're led by the Spirit of God. Now, if we're not led by the Spirit of God, we're not even the church. You know, a lot of folks think church means, oh, yeah, as long as, I, as long as I go to the building, I must be everything God says. No, no, no. No, no, you can be at the church, but that don't mean you're in the church. Or you could be at the call, but that don't mean you're in the call. You could be at it, but that doesn't mean you're in it until you begin to do what the Word says do. So my Bible says, if you're led by the Spirit of God, that means let the Spirit lead you. You're no longer your own. You're bought with a price. You do what the Spirit of God says. You don't say everything that comes to your mind. You don't think everything that you want to think. You don't do everything that you used to do. You only do what the Spirit of God leads you to do. Yeah, amen. And, you know, that's not restrictive because the Spirit of God can lead you to do much greater things than you could ever do, amen, in your flesh. The Spirit put, the Spirit takes us to a whole new realm, praise God. So as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God, for you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. God's trying to get fear completely out of your program. Amen. But you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba Father, which translates our Father. That's who God is, our Father. He's our Father, and we are his children. We are his offspring. He's identifying us. No longer does he want us to feel like hapless, homeless, hopeless people. He wants us to have an identity. We read last week in Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, where God began by saying, If my people, which are called by my name, so no longer you are hopeless, lost, hapless, needless people. You now are a people of God, and we are called by his name. Yeah, same name. We have a name. And as children of God, we have a name. And we cry, Abba, Father, which translates our Father. And it goes on and says, The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit. The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. That verse 16 is your identity. That verse 16 is telling you all about yourself. That verse 16 is telling you who you are and how you are. And you should hold on to that from now on because it's very important to know who you are. And not only that, whose you are. Yes. Amen. We have been... We have been living outside of our 
identity for too long, people of God. And we wonder why this is happening and that's happening and how come things we pray for are not coming to pass and what's taking so long and how come we're not seeing what we're asking for and and all those things, amen, that cross our minds. And, you know, you can't blame God. Sometimes you have to look at yourselves. We have to look at ourselves. Because if you're not in the right position, you can't expect to have the right possessions or the right protection or the right provision. God has everything, amen, he has everything already ordered, ordained for us. But we have to get in position. We have to get in position. We have to understand our identity, and we have to begin walking, amen, as he's calling us to be, and not the way we are. We have to begin walking, amen, according to what the Spirit of God is saying. Yes. Amen. We've been going without for too long. And I'm not just talking about material or those things. I'm meaning those things, too. But there are a lot of other things that we have been going without. We've been going without the victory. You know, let me say this to you. As children of God, you have to have some power because your Father is the Most High. We have to have power because our Father is Almighty. We have to have power because our Father is the most high God. You don't get any higher than that. Amen. And when God made his children, when God made mankind, he made mankind to have power just like that. Amen. He made mankind in the image and likeness of himself. Go to Genesis 1 and 26. It'll tell you all about it. And God is speaking. And God said, have I spoken and shall I not make it good? He intended for us to be that way. That's the way he intends for us to be even right now. Yes, amen. So mankind lost track of that through sin. But God so loved the world, God so loved mankind that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to help restart and reset us so we can begin to see and live and be the way Jesus is. We needed a picture, a living, moving picture of how we're supposed to be. And Jesus spends all of his teachings telling us how we are supposed to be in relation to God Almighty and to himself. Amen. So, so, so the Bible says that, that that we are the children of God. We are the children of God. I've got that word "are" highlighted in my Bible because He wants us to know that that's the way we are right now. Not we will be someday down the line, but we are right now the children of God. We are Amen. the children of the Most High God right now. Amen. Do you think that the children of God are supposed to go without anything? When the Bible says, but my God shall supply all of my need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. When he gave us Jesus Christ, church, he gave us everything. He wants us, praise the living God, to live the good life. He wants us to have good things. Romans 8 again says, and if children, in verse 17, and if children, that means children of God, then heirs, glory be to God, heirs of God, 
and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. But we give him praise. You know, because sometimes, amen, we don't know exactly what to say behind the promises, behind the words that God gives us because they're so, they're so profound, they're so powerful, they're so precious. We can't do anything, amen, but give God praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. So we're heirs of God. Join heirs with Christ. That's what the Bible says we are. So when you make up in your mind, like I said at the beginning, that we're going to be all that God's word says I am, you're getting ready to open up. You're getting ready to take the lid off of some things that's going to elevate you to a whole new position in life. Because being what God says we are makes us godly creatures. Amen. We are godly people. Hallelujah. And so when we continue to read on in verse 19, I got to read verse 18. It says, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time, whatever you're going through, are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. God's already got that set up. Amen. It's called your destiny. And God is getting ready to reveal himself in us. By his glory. He's getting ready to reveal himself, as the Bible says. And nothing you're going through can even compare what you're about to receive in the latter days. In other words, can I say it? You ain't seen nothing yet. Hallelujah. You You haven't seen anything yet. Verse 19 says, For the earnest expectations... Of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. That word creature, when I read the word creature in another translation, it says creation. So for the earnest expectation of all creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. It's waiting, creation is waiting for the sons of God to be revealed in the earth. Amen. I can hear I can hear creation now talking about I, I heard God has some kids. I know God got some children. We just waiting to see them, amen. It's like they're in hiding or something. Amen. <laughs> creation is waiting for us to come out of hiding and be revealed. Come out of hiding and begin to manifest, amen, our Heavenly Father. Come out of hiding and let his presence be seen on us. That the world may begin to have hope. And the world may know, amen, that all is not lost. That God has some children in the earth and all is well. We have a responsibility as the children of God to come out of hiding and manifest God. In our daily lives, let the world see God. In your daily experience with others, let the others see God. The world is waiting to see God in us. So being a child of God is more than just a plaything. It's a spiritual responsibility. 
And creation is waiting for us to show up and reveal God. So when we make up in our minds, amen, that we're going to be all that God says we are, get ready to manifest God. It's just a matter of time because the Bible says we're heirs of God. That's not a plaything. An heir of God. Amen. John says all things were made by him. Everything belongs to God. Psalm says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Everything belongs to God in heaven and on earth. And as heirs of God, we are we have inherited, praise the living God, all things. Because we're joint heirs with Christ. That means you're co-heirs. That means he's sharing his inheritance. We have a share. We are co-heirs with him. And we and we are sharing in his inheritance. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 2 talks about the inheritance of Jesus Christ. It's a good one too. Because in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 2, it tells us how God has appointed Jesus Christ the heir of all things. This is not make-believe. That's why I'm calling the scriptures out by chapter and by verse so you can see what God has written in his word and what God is speaking is his word and God's word will not return unto him void, so it must be the truth. Amen. And he wants us to know the truth because when we know the truth, the truth will make us free. So he says in in, in chapter uh, 1, verse 2, and he says, has in these last days spoken unto us by his son, meaning Jesus Christ, whom he has appointed heir of all things. So if Jesus Christ has been appointed heir of all things, and since we are joint heirs or co-heirs with him, that means we share in that same inheritance by the grace of of Almighty God, not because we've been so good, not because we even earned it or deserved it, because quite frankly, we haven't earned it. Quite frankly, we haven't deserved it. God's favor, God's grace, amen, represents his unmerited favor. We have the favor of God that we didn't earn or deserve. Amen. But because God's love is so great and God's power is so great and his love is so mighty for us, amen, he's given it to us anyway. We don't earn it. We didn't earn it. We don't deserve it. Amen. But God says, amen, not so. God says, amen, my grace is able to overlook everything you've done and everything you haven't done. Everything you've been and everything you wouldn't be. My grace is able to overlook all that because my grace makes it possible possible for me to love you anyhow. And sisters and brothers, that's what we got to start practicing, loving folk anyhow. People are too quick to judge, too quick to slam others, too quick to put folk down. And just think, if God were to put us down the way we put other folk down, nobody would make it because nobody is worthy of the blessing that God has for us. No one is worthy of being heirs of God. We've all done something that's kept us or has made us disqualified. But God, by his grace and his mercy, he said, he said not so. Grace means that you have been 
totally and completely exonerated. Amen. The charges against you have been dropped. Amen. And I don't mean dropped. I mean dropped permanently, not to be brought up again. Not in, the, not in, not in the presence of God. They don't exist. The blood of Jesus has washed you so clean. The blood of Jesus has so cleansed us that we have been totally exonerated from sin. Amen. Listen, if it wouldn't be for the blood of Jesus, no one would have a right to say that we're heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. But because of Jesus' blood, hallelujah, we are heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Amen? Amen. We can make it. Now we can make it. Amen? Now we can make it. We couldn't make it before, but, but by God's grace, we are now repositioned. We are now, amen, reconditioned. And now we have the power to make it by the grace of Almighty God. Come on, let's give God some praise again. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. He's worthy of it. He's worthy of our praise. Amen. Amen. So he's made so he has appointed Jesus, his son, heir of all things. And we are joint heirs with Jesus. And so that makes us joint heirs or co heirs with him. And everything that he has inherited, I'm repeating it on purpose because I want to get it down in your spirit. So have we. In the eyes of God, we're not without anything. In the eyes of God, we are totally and completely furnished for eternity. Amen. Amen. God is looking at us through the eyes of his grace. Amen. And we receive his grace by faith. So when we begin to start walking by faith and not by sight, we won't go by what we don't have. We'll be too enamored by what we do have. We won't go by what we can't do. We'll be too overwhelmed by what we can do. We'll be so focused on what we can do, we won't have time for anything else. Amen. Amen. And I don't know about you, but I think it's time, amen, that creation began to see the manifestation of the sons of God. Amen. It's God, hallelujah. How many know what God is? Go to 1 John. It's near the back of your Bible. 1 John tells us just what God is. 1 John. You have 1 John, 2 John, and 3 John. Let's go to 1 John, chapter 1, and verse 5. 1 John, chapter 1, verse 5. If somebody in Radio Land finds it, just say amen. You said amen, Sonny? That's good enough for me. Praise God. 1 John, chapter 1, verse 5. This, then, is the message that we have heard of him. Who is him? They're talking about God. This, then, is the message that we have heard of him. And declare unto you that God is light. Period. That's what God is. God is light. And in him is no darkness at all. Isn't that amazing? God is light, see? God is light. And we've talked about it before. But we're talking about it again because God wants us to know this. 
Jesus says in John chapter 12, in verse 46, he says, I am come a light into the world. That same light that God is, Jesus is saying, I'm coming to the world. I have come into the world to reflect that, to let that, to let that be seen, because I want the world to know, God wants the world to know, amen, that he is God of all the earth yes. and that he's present. Amen. Amen and hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory be to God, hallelujah. So we give God glory. We give him praise. He says, he says, I am come a light into the world. Hallelujah, Jesus. It's wonderful because it's wonderful because when you study Jesus Christ, he had no difficulty at all expressing that he is what the Father is. He doesn't yeah. just have what the Father has. He says he is what the Father is. He said, I and my Father are one. We had no difficulty with that. What we need to learn from Jesus is how we can have no difficulty thinking the same way and saying the same thing because we too are the offspring of God. Hallelujah. No, no, no. There's no such thing as, well, that was good for Jesus but not for us. No, no, no. The Bible tells us the Bible tells us in Philippians chapter two, verse five, to let this mind be in us that was also in Christ Jesus. Philippians two and five. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. We're supposed to think the exact same way. First Corinthians chapter two, verse sixteen tells us that we have the mind of Christ. So however Jesus thinks, we are to think. Yes. Because we have the same mind, amen, we have been given by grace the same mind that he has and the right to think that way. No, it's not sin to think that you are that you are one with God. That's exactly where God wants us to be. He doesn't want us to be scattered. He doesn't want us to be lost. He wants us to be right where he is. We are his children. And most people want their children to live where they live. And most people want their children to live how they live. And if they have advantage, if they have blessing, if they have wondrous benefits, they want their children to enjoy the same thing that they enjoy. Yes, indeed. That's why we are heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Because God wants us to enjoy the same benefits, the same blessings, the same power, the same resources, the same riches that Jesus Christ enjoyed. Amen. Hallelujah. We've been on the outskirts long enough. We've been living beneath our privileges. Amen. We've been like the prodigal son, lost. It's time to return unto the Father. It's time to come home. How many know it's time to come home? Hallelujah. So Jesus says, I am the light. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. You see? He's not ashamed to let people know that's what he is. Because he says it with meaning. He says it with conviction. He says it because he knows it's the truth. And he says in in, in John chapter uh, 9... Verse 5, he said, as long as I am in the world, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. 
Please understand what that means. Amen. That's not just a manner of speaking. That's a powerful, powerful testimony. And it's time that we start making powerful testimonies ourselves because nothing's going to change until we do. We have been we, we, we have been bypassing this thing for too long. It's time to step up to the plate now and take our place, amen, at bat. Yes. And be the sons yes. of God and manifest God. Be the manifestation of the sons of God. Let the world see, amen, brother. But let the world see, amen. We've been striking out for too long. Now it's time to hit some home runs. It's time to come home. Yes, indeed. It's time that we began and made up in our minds, amen, that everything God says we are, we are. Everything God says we can do, we'll do. And everything God says we have, I want it. What about you? Yes. Yes, indeed. Got to have it. So Jesus said, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. But it doesn't stop there. Because if we go back to Matthew chapter 5, and if you read verse 14, he not only includes himself, it says himself is the light of the world. He includes us in that picture. He says, you are the light of the world. He's talking to you, church. He's talking to me. He's talking to everyone who has an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. You are the light of the world. He's saying the same thing about us that he said about himself, and he's calling us the same thing that the Bible says in 1 John, that God is. God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. So as his children, we are the light of the world. Amen. It's time yeah. to come out of hiding. It's time to light the world up. It's time to let the world see God in you. It's time to let the world see godly things in you. It's time to have godly vision. It's time to, to have a godly attitude. It's time to be godlike. As his yeah. children, yeah. we have the duty to. We have the responsibility, and we have the right. Yes, yes. Amen. I see why the devil was trying to slap me around earlier today. Because he doesn't want God's people to know they have the right to be the light of the world. They have the right to manifest God. But I'm telling you now with boldness, and I'm telling you with conviction, and I mean every word I say, praise the living God, and I'm standing on the promises of God, you have the right to say, I am the light. You have the right to be the light. Yes, amen. It's time to come out of darkness, like the Bible says in, in, in the next verse. He says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works. That's your godliness. And give glory to your Father, which is in heaven. Come out of, come out of darkness. Come out of hiding. Praise the living God. I like what he says about the light of the world. He says, he says, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. I'm preaching this because I want the people of God to know it's time to come out of hiding. Amen? Don't take, these, Amen. don't take this time that we spend together for granted. God is trying to give you some clues. Come out of hiding. Now is the time. Now is the time. When you step out, I'll step out. And when you remain hidden, amen, you're hiding me as well. But when you step out, I'll step out. And when you manifest me, amen, I'll be glorified in you and in everything you say and do. 
Amen. Praise God. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We, 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 we usually have prayer time. We usually have testimonies. We have praise and worship. We do everything we can do on the telephone line. So with that thought in mind, with being, amen, what God says we are, and being the light of the world, amen, keep that. And don't let the devil take it away from you because darkness is his specialty. But the Bible says that in God is no darkness at all. So that's where we want to remain. We want to remain in God. We want to remain the light of the world. According to Jesus, that's what we are. Somebody amen, say amen. Yeah. amen. 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 If Brother Lewis is on the line, I'm going to turn it over to him. All right. Right now it is time for prayers. If anyone has a prayer or anything they'd like to say right now, the lines are open. Go to it. Um, good morning, Pastor. This is Marcia. And Good morning. God bless you, Marcia. Thank you. Um, and just continued prayers. I'm still waiting on the Lord to lead James to the right decisions in his life. He's currently incarcerated again. Um, and I also want to pray for my godson uh, who it has a mental health problem and has had a mental health problem for many years and um, he's he's also incarcerated and he he needs prayer as well he's older he's in his late 40s but um, I, I'm praying for him um, as well and continued prayers for Alyssa things seem to be going good for Alyssa my daughter and um, just need them all continue to be covered in God's grace and myself to be continued uh, to be wait patiently on, on God. Thank you. Amen and amen. You know, you know, as I was listening to your prayer request, I began thinking about Joseph and I began to think about Paul and Silas and, I, and, and, and in that situation how great things took place during their incarcerations. Uh-huh. And we don't want to limit God because God can do some great and mighty things during incarcerations. Yes, amen. And he's no respecter of persons. And through your prayers and your caring and your supplications, let's just believe that God is still on the throne and he's able yes. to work miracles even in the midst of incarceration for both of those two and also amen. for your daughter as well and for you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. 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 Okay. Do we have another one? Amen. We have another one. Okay. You okay? Praise the Lord. How are you? I'm okay. Thank you. Um, I'd like to continue prayers for uh, the ladies in my house. There's... uh, one who just causes strife and be wary of her. Uh, she just causes so much confusion. And uh, I was saying yesterday that she has dead eyes. Uh, you look at her eyes and you see nothing there. You see just darkness. 
but she'll laugh at you, laugh in your face, you know, pretend like everything's okay, but the eyes are dark. They're dead. And I need prayers for her greatly. Amen. Amen. It sounds like she needs prayer for sure. And we pray for her and continue to pray for her and pray with her. Continue to pray that God will do what we can't do. Because the battle is not ours so many times. It's the Lord's. We pray right now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. You know, I'm going to share a little something with you because I've been praying and meditating for the last several, for I can't tell you how long, about how the Lord said that he has given us, when he made man, he said he and let them have dominion. And dominion is a powerful word, and when you really when you really take the time to get to know dominion, you'll see that there are a lot of things, amen, that we have power over, that all we have to do is simply speak to it in the name of Jesus. Amen? Yes, and so, you know, I, I've been... I've been sitting here, and, uh, and 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 I was having a little issue with my thumb, and it's been going on off and on for some time. But you don't always, you know, pay that close attention to little aches and pains and different things like that. You just you just kind of live with them. But last night it came to me that I don't have to live with this pain. Praise the living God. I have dominion, and so I begin to declare dominion over this thumb and over the irritation and over the swelling and anything else that's wrong with it. And I said, I declare dominion over it right now in the name of Jesus. And instantly, I'm not talking about later on, instantly the thumb began to be healed. Amen. Amen. We have to use this power. We have to use dominion. Dominion only works when you take dominion. Amen. Amen. It's been given to us, but now we have to take it. And take it over anything and everything that's standing in your way. Because you have a divine right to use it. God gave it to you. I believe Psalm chapter 8 verse 6 says, And God made us to have dominion. Amen. Amen. Over the works of his hands. And he says he has put all things under our feet. Now what are we going to do with that? What are we going to do with that? Are we going to just put that up in the cabinet and let that sit until somebody tells us we can use it? Are we going to use that right now, today, on everything that's plaguing us? I suggest we do. I suggest we use it right now. I suggest we use it instantly. You want to see instant results? Start using it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I testify. I shared that with you so we can know, amen, that we're not helpless in this world. We got power. All we have to do is trust God enough to use it. Amen, yes. Amen and amen. Go ahead, Brother Lewis. Okay. Well, I wanted to put a prayer in for those who are suffering from addictions, whether it be alcohol, drugs, cigarettes, sex, gambling, whatever it may be. And I want to just have a prayer sent out for those people. And I also want to put a prayer out for the young people who are just starting school again back up in School and the challenges in which they're going to go through and uh, to stay strong in the Lord. Amen. Amen. We pray for them all. And if we can get the word of God into all the children, all the people that are suffering from what Brother Lewis described as addictions, 
if they could get the word of God to realize that they have been given dominion over these things. And it's all they have to do is just decree and declare and decide that no longer do I want to go through this. I'm ready, amen, to be delivered. Deliverance is waiting for whoever makes that decision. So we pray, amen, that your eyes come open to the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We pray that they hear a word from God that will cause their eyes to come open so they can begin to walk in the light. And we have to be that light. We have to become that light. We have to be that light so people in the world that are going through things can see that there is hope. Yes, hallelujah. Be that light. We have to be that light. We need Bible studies. We need prayer meetings. We need revival. We need every. We need to give the world every opportunity, every opportunity they can to hear the word of God. The word of God is more powerful than anything else, probably in the world. We're probably about it, and we need to get the word out. Amen. You know, I I, I have a weekday conference call. Sometimes people call in, sometimes nobody calls in. But one thing for sure, I'm there. I do this on Sundays because I believe we need to get the word out to as many people as we can. Amen. It takes a little effort, but we're doing it, amen, because we care about God's people. We care about people in need. Amen. Amen. It's time that we made up in our minds, amen, that God has given us everything we need in Christ Jesus. Why not share it with the world? Amen. 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 Go ahead, brother. Well, all right. I just wanted to tell anyone, if you, anyone out there would like to hear a rebroadcast of this podcast, all you need to do is go to iHeart or to Spotify or anywhere your podcasts come up and look up Donnie D's Words of Wisdom and under that, there'll be a list of shows, and Fellowship in the Word will be in there. Or you can just go straight to Fellowship in the Word and see if it comes up that way. And you can listen to it in your car or in your comfort of your home. And if you missed anything or if you want to share it with a friend, you can uh, put it off. If you're on social media, you can share it that way. Or any way that you share, you can email it to someone. And that would be a great gift, actually, to someone. And uh, I'd just like to say that thank you, everyone, who's participated in today's service. We'll be back next week, 12 on the West Coast, 1, 2 on the East, and 1 in the middle. Fellowship in the Word with Pastor Robert R. Cooper. That's right. I'm going to order my steps in the Word, and we'll talk to you all next week.